Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Sobriety Straight Up, a candid, judgment-free podcast where we talk about sobriety and everything that it touches. I am your host, Kelsey Will, back from a much, much longer break than I intended, but, you know, things happen and life gets in the way. I have a laundry list of excuses I could give, but none of that matters. What matters is that we are back. And actually, one of the biggest struggles I have in sobriety today is balance, which is a great problem to have, I think, in comparison to my problems of the past. So I'm grateful for that. It means that my life is incredibly full with responsibilities when there was a point that I couldn't even handle the smallest of commitments. So again, I'm very grateful. But learning to navigate that and find that like sweet spot for the whole juggling act can be difficult nonetheless. I could do an entire episode on that, honestly. I probably will actually. I'm sure it's something that a lot of us struggle with. The longer we stay sober, the more we have on our plate and the harder it becomes to keep sobriety in the forefront. But as we know, what we put before our sobriety, we risk losing. And I admittedly put my other roles in life before my sobriety sometimes, a lot of the time recently, actually, which is a dangerous place to be. And that kind of leads me into what I wanted to talk about today. Being in that danger zone, you know, flirting with the idea of relapse and being on the edge of a very slippery slope. I feel like that's even too casual of a way to word it. It's not a slippery slope. It's a free fall at warp speed into full-on destruction. At least that's what it is for me. And I was in one of those crisis modes just a few days ago. I had unbelievably intense cravings that developed into full-blown mental obsession, and it was a really close call. That's a fucking terrifying place to be. I talked about this in the last episode with Danelle, so I apologize if this is a little redundant, but it's super important and critical. When I'm in that place, when my alcoholic thinking kicks in, I have the ability to manipulate myself, and it's like my disease becomes a rat in a maze, looking for any possible route to get to the destination it wants to end up at. I'll think about how great it would feel to get drunk or high. I can even like imagine it so intensely and put myself in that position in my mind and feel how it would feel. And I get this like euphoric, warm feeling and I want it so bad that I can feel it in my veins and I'm crawling out of my skin and it truly feels like I cannot go on if I don't satisfy that urge somehow. But then of course my rational brain will come out swinging and try to combat that by reminding me of the consequences that I will inevitably be faced with. I'll tell myself things like, you know, you could lose your daughter, your apartment, your job, literally everything that you've worked for for the last two years. And you would think that would be a solid enough argument to shut the other side down completely, but when I'm in crisis mode, it's not. My alcoholic brain will look for ways around those arguments. It will try to convince me that there's ways of doing this relapse without those consequences being so severe. It will rationalize and justify anything I try to block it with. It will come up with really intricate plans and solutions to getting what it wants. Honestly, I wish I was able to channel that type of drive and critical thinking towards anything else in life. I could literally cure cancer. But anyways, yeah, it's a very difficult place to be mentally and fighting through it is really hard. Because I know the things I need to do to get out of it, but those things feel impossible. I know I need to call someone or reach out, but the phone weighs a million pounds. I know I need to get my ass to a meeting, but the idea of being around people and doing something like that sounds horrible. There's a part of my brain that says, if I do these things, then I won't get what I want, so I don't want to do them. 
but I basically just have to force myself to because as much as I want what I want so intensely, I equally deep down really truly do not want to give up everything I worked so hard for. So I have to accept that that itch will not be scratched. I have to accept the discomfort and reassure myself that it will pass. I have to do shit that I don't want to fucking do. I really didn't want to reach out to someone the other night, but I did. I called someone I'm close to in sobriety, and ironically, she was having a hard time too, so we ended up helping each other out. But she told me we were going to a meeting, and even though I would have rather lit myself on fire than do that, I went. And of course, I left that meeting feeling better than I did when I went in, which is what always happens. The discomfort slowly subsided, and by the next day, I was fully back to myself. I felt that overwhelming gratitude of like, thank fucking God I did not pick up and ruin my entire life again. My thinking was clear. I no longer felt like I was possessed by the demon. And I'm now using it as an opportunity to reevaluate what is lacking in my recovery life and really in my life in general. I realized I'm too focused on things that are not overly beneficial to me right now, and I need to redirect that focus back onto myself and my growth and my creative projects, my personal development and my sobriety and helping others. Because when I'm in that safe zone, working on all of those things, that's when I really feel like I'm thriving and I want to get back to that place. I'm really fucking grateful that I can say I'm still sober today, that I didn't cave into the obsession, that I held on. Because that really is what it comes down to. It feels like a fucking roller coaster when you're going through that. And you just have to hold on and wait for it to be over. And do what you can force yourself to do to get out of it. Instead of staying stuck in it. So if you're feeling like you're riding that wave right now. And your skin is crawling. And you feel like that urge needs to be satisfied or you will die. I promise you, you are not alone. And you can get through it. And it will be such a relief when you do. Reach out to someone Go somewhere safe and get yourself around other sober people. Take away its power. Whatever the alcoholic thinking is telling you, it's lies. It sounds so convincing, but it's all bullshit. I know I need someone to be that voice of reason for me, so let someone be that voice of reason for you. Because the guilt and shame and remorse that comes after we cave, oh my god, I wouldn't wish that on my worst enemy. And none of us deserve that. We deserve happy, healthy, beautiful lives. And that path continues on the other side of the struggle. Thank you guys for listening to the latest episode of Sobriety Straight Up. I realized it was kind of a shorter episode. I just had been going through something this past week and I thought it would be worthwhile to share my experience and possibly help someone who's going through the same thing, even if it was just a few minutes long. If you want to support this podcast by making a small monthly donation, you can do so by clicking the link in the episode description. Thank you guys again and we'll see you next time.